Hello, time travelers. Welcome to the Aging Journey podcast, an actual play podcast where we go back in time and play RP games themed around time and growing up in a variety of systems. I am your game master, Tanya, and this is The Red Bridge, a children's fantasy adventure using the kids on bike system inspired by works such as The Phantom Tollbooth, Alice in Wonderland, Jumanji, and The Wizard of Oz. We are playing Kids on Bikes, a tabletop role-playing game that allows players to explore a mysterious and supernatural world set in a small town during the 1980s and 90s. Our players embody characteristics called tropes and roll dice based on their brains, brawn, fight, flight, charm, and grit. The higher the stat, the better their skill. Each player has a top stat where they roll a d20 and a bottom stat where they roll a d4. In this game, dice explode, where if you roll the maximum on a die, you get to roll again, infinitum. Our players for this campaign were made from scratch, and tropes are custom. There may be mature content depicted in our gameplay, but the players and I are using safety tools, and all content warnings will be in the description below. You can listen to the audio of the podcast on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, or the Aging Journey website, or watch it on YouTube. Follow us on Twitter, join our Discord, or support us on Patreon. All links will be in the description. Also, don't forget to subscribe. Well, I think that wraps up the spiel. Enjoy the journey. So, quick recap. The last couple of episodes have actually been going back in time to see what Duke, Willow, Caleb, and Jimmy have been up to in their quote-unquote younger years, uh, about two to two and a half years before 1996. We saw Caleb meet Mr. Willock in the area where the nonconformity will eventually be, but this is well before the mall even opens. We saw Jimmy have a very interesting conversation with a colonel and also learn a bit more about the mysterious crab apple orchard. We followed Willow through a strange dream that perhaps wasn't a dream as she met a Mr. Wan and a black bunny she named Midnight, as well as gaining another piece of the game, the metal train. And finally, we spent detention with Duke after making the decision to change his image, meeting a very frazzled uh, history teacher, Mr. Randolph, and being given a trinket from the principal of the middle school, Miss Pinkard. We now return to 1996, so let's see how their solo adventures impact how they move forward in current Shady Creek. All right, we are back. Let's begin our adventure. So we return to Shady Creek on the birthday of Caleb Mattentog, the eldest of this group of teenagers. Caleb is acting as a Pied Piper, so to speak, leading these innocents into a life of crime as they all make their way to the Silver Creek Orchard in search of a shipment that Grouper says was confiscated by the Festival Planning Committee. I resent that comment. (laughs) Such a bad influence. I am a lawful influence, okay? (laughs) Someone needs their materials. That was held up by people, and Caleb is just being a good Samaritan and picking it up for them. Mm. With three other people in tow. With three other people, (laughs) while the ones that are holding it in place don't know about it, and possibly breaking (laughs) and entering. I'm a good person. Uh, Trailing in Caleb's footsteps, we see Willow Kahn, Jimmy Breach, and Juke Baldwin. They make the trek to the orchard in silence, as just moments ago, they all remembered a dream. The high whistle of a steam train and billowing smoke. As you all arrive to this orchard, uh, you immediately can see 
it's very beautiful. I don't know how long it's been since many of you have been around here, but it is actually quite bustling. There are many, many people walking about, mostly individuals who are getting huge bushels of crab apples because they are headed to the festival area, which is just across the road from the orchard to get ready for this year's crab apple harvest festival. There are workers that are just kind of moving huge crates and barrels around. There's a big truck um, that is stood at the entrance of the orchard. Um, there are people walking past the truck and they're going in. They're like paying like a little ticket to actually gain entrance into the orchard. Uh, because the orchard is public access, you just can pay to go on a tour. Um, there's a little uh, a little group of people, mostly like families and like young children who are waiting on the side of the road. They're actually waiting for a tour guide to come and collect them uh, to give them, you know, the grand tour. With that tour, you get to go um, in some areas you that the general public are not allowed to go. But you, of course, have to pay extra. Um, as you all start to arrive and you kind of see the entrance of the orchard, you actually see someone, uh, Juke, who you have seen before. In fact, you just recently saw this woman. She is tall, has an athletic build. She's wearing high heels and a fitted dress. She has a straight black bob. And although she is smiling, it is a stern smile because her face just, for some reason, always seems to look angry. Uh, she's holding a clipboard in her hand as she speaks to one of the workers. And you recognize this woman as Mrs. Yoon, also known as Grouper's mother, but also a member of the planning committee who had just come and spoken to your stepmother earlier that day. You were all standing at the entrance watching this display and you have your mission reach the warehouse, which is somewhere in this orchard. You, you can see a small little shed from where you are and you can see like the gated entrance in the orchard and the road, but you don't necessarily see many buildings or even any buildings from where you all are right now. But you do know that it's in there somewhere. So what are we doing? Uh, Caleb's gonna pull out his notebook and kind of start scribbling down some notes. So what we know is we can get into the orchard two ways. We can just kind of walk in or we can take that group, which would probably actually help us get to where we need to go. The only problem is breaking off from the group without being noticed. Any ideas? Well, don't all speak yeah. at once. Does it look like um, the... Where are the ways I used to get into the orchard, like through the fences, are they near where a bunch of people are, or are they further around back? Mm -hmm. uh, Jimmy, you survey the area. Um, where you all are, you're at the very entrance, and the entrance is a big gate. You're familiar with the entrance. You're also familiar with the sides that have the gate that goes all around the, the, the whole orchard that's a big old circle. Um, and so you'd be able to probably find some of the spots. However, it has been quite some time. Um, so you can try to remember where perhaps the best place of egress will be. So go ahead and roll your brains. Right. We'll make it a DC four. Dang it. Perfect. Um, starting off strong with a one. <laughs> Uh, Jimmy, you survey the area, and you're pretty sure that the last time you came to the orchard, there was a part of the gate where there was a bit of a hill, like, on the other side of the gate. And so you're pretty sure that because you guys are taller now, you should be able to get on the hill and then hop over the gate in that one specific spot. Um, so you would have to go behind where, like, the tour guide section is. There's, like, a little family that's waiting there. You'd have to go around them, go around the entrance, and hopefully flank to the right. 
um, and walk down um, in the woods a little bit that kind of surround the gate uh, to find that spot. I don't think my normal point of entry is going to be as easy as it used to be. Oh, right. You've gone to the orchard before. What do you mean? Oh, like, yeah. What kind of entries are we talking about? Well, I used to go over the fence, but it's over there by where all the people are, so not really an option. Yeah, no. Alright, Juke, Goober, you guys got any ideas? I'm gonna point at Mrs. Yoon and say just make sure to avoid her. Got it. She looks like a bulldog. She does. Juke, make a grit roll. Let's make the D7. That's a 9. As you point at Mrs. Yoon and say, just make sure to avoid her, you see her eyes sort of shift just slightly, and she kind of looks over in you guys' direction, but she doesn't, she doesn't seem to see you. But it's only for a second, and then she kind of goes back to uh, her conversation. Uh, you get the feeling that, as you have already guessed, Something's just off about Mrs. Yoon, but particularly she seems to almost be able to sniff out children. <laughs> oh, that's, that's a, a weird talent to have. <laughs> she is a bulldog. She's a mastiff. <laughs> Are we right. close to any trees? An orchard. There are trees everywhere. Yeah, but we're yeah. at the entrance. All right, can can really just yes. climb a tree? Oh, oh yes. Um, so again, all of Shady Creek is full of these trees. It's just the ones in the orchard taste better. Who knows what they're doing in there? But they're doing great work. But on the outside, there's still crab apple trees. It's just that their fruit is not that great. It's bitter and it tends to not ripen well. Um, so there is a tree actually right outside of the gate. It's quite tall, um, but you would have to get a little closer to see if you'd be able to climb it. And you are still out in front. However, there are other trees that are growing probably just as tall around, but you would have to go and find one that's not quite as seen by everybody. All right. What's that? What's the like fence or gate that's actually surrounding the orchard? That's a great uh, question for Jimmy. Well, I mean, aren't we standing in front of it? Yeah, it's just a regular kind of like guarded gate. So like iron bars. Okay. Um, yeah, that have individual uh, cement walls or not cement wall. Yeah, cement walls. I'm correct. Um, with like brick on them. Uh, but if you wanted to see, if you wanted to know the rest, what the rest of the gate was like, that would be a question for Jimmy. At the moment, you guys are just seeing the entrance, which is really pretty um, and decorated. It's like a nice like gate that is open because people are going in and out and there's trucks driving in and out. Um, this is like the pretty side. If you wanted to kind of see what the rest of the fence looked like, you'd have to walk around the edges. Let's just go in and, like, get this over with, okay? All right, man. All right. I don't think they're going to notice us. It'll be harder uh, um, when we get to the actual warehouse, though. Listen, something I learned in my time of trading, no one expects kids. We can just walk in, pick a few apples, and people will think we're here. There you go. Okay. You all have decided to take the most obvious route of just kind of walking in with the rest of the patrons. Um, and so you guys walk up to the gate. There's not much of a line. Someone has just gone in um, and you see a portly man. Um, he is fairly short, probably about five foot. Um, and he is kind of filling out this little kiosk booth as he kind of sits there um, in this warm sun. And he kind of looks down at you guys. Hey kids, how many? Uh, just four of us for the tour. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. That's five dollars. Oh, does Caleb have that money? Uh, how did we? 
do money in uh kids on bikes um it is whatever you think you would have right. we haven't really discussed broke. beforehand but i broke. she spent all her money already yeah i think you all discussed what you what your wealth was and i know what your wealth is in terms of family um so it really just depends on how much cash you have on you so if i gave you cash you have that cash if you spent that cash already you spent that cash so you're, you're basically it's it's almost like real life what do you think you would have in your pockets caleb definitely has some money he'll uh pay for himself and willow and jimmy and juke if needed okay five bucks he takes it from you he gives you each a little it is a ticket but it's like a it's like golden it's like really nice it's almost like you could it could be a collectible i mean this is the crown jewel of the city thanks man going straight into the pocket <laughs> it has not been collected jimmy pulls out five bucks but it's all crumpled and like it's a little dirty <laughs> kind of like unfolds it tries to Nice, nicen it up and then hands it to the gentleman. Are you just like a random five dollars that he found in a drain or something? <laughs> so, is Caleb paying for everyone, or is uh, Jimmy paying for yourself, or what are you guys doing? Caleb usually pays for Willow's uh, luxury expenses, so snacks and whatnot. So that's just a given. If Jimmy wants to pay for himself, that's perfectly fine, and the same goes for Juke. Okay, I would I'm just going to I'm just going to expect that Caleb's going to pay for me since we're going in to steal a thing for him. <laughs> oh great, I'm the rich friend that everyone hangs around. That's yeah, that's I would, fun. I would say as you guys stand there and you and he says 5 bucks, um that's all he says. So I would encourage you to maybe get some clarification of it if that's like a like if that's $5 for the whole group because you're all children if that's $5 each like what because oh. he's just speaking to you because you're speaking to him. Right. Just uh, hand him one five dollar bill and run. Exactly. I mean, I think Jimmy's just taking out the five bucks and is handing it to him. Okay. <laughs> we just end up giving this guy twenty bucks and he doesn't know what to do with it. <laughs> so Caleb, you are six so Caleb, you are sixteen and yes. you are well known in Shady Creek. So right. most likely this person has recognized you. We'll say that. Oh. So let's say he knows how old you are. So perhaps he's charging you like an adult price. How dare he? <laughs> well, you don't know for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then I have to make a brains roll. We both know how that's going to end. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, come on, try it then. I would say when he says five bucks, I would I would continue to have a conversation with him just to clarify exactly how much you're supposed to be paying for all of you to get in. Okay. I have a conversation with him. And anyone else can also kind of jump in. And, and Jimmy is at, at this point just <laughs> digging in his pocket to take out five dollars. And so Jimmy, we need more. Get more five dollar bills. <laughs> just fountain of five dollar bills. Uh yeah, Caleb's just gonna like nod like reach into his bag uh like five bucks for all of us well what are we talking here oh and he kind of looks at all of you he's like uh well i mean you guys are what 16 15 yeah i'm kind of the oldest here we can go with like kids and adult if you need to worry about that so he he points to a sign that has the prices on them um and it does say children under like five are free like children up to 13, you know, are like $1.25. And then anyone above 13 is five each. But Jeez. I think I think he assumed you all knew that. So he was just like five because he assumed that each one of you would come past him and pay him $5. So now you're understanding this. We, we have failed to look at Willow. the obvious sign beside <laughs> yeah. the booth. Well, Willow acts like a child. So does Willow get in for free? Okay, Willow's like three, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are you totally. guys gonna try and con this man to get to let Willow in free? You can I mean, that. I mean, she could play the part without even trying. Okay, so. we, can, we could probably say that Willow is. <laughs> sorry, I'm using Willow as an example, but 
uh, Caleb's thinking he could probably say Willow is like 13 so <laughs> that you can kind of like cut the price in half. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> don't, don't, get, don't say okay like that. It's like, okay, yeah, let me just call the police. I'll be fine. <laughs> That's amazing. Go, go ahead and try that. Yeah. What is that? A, a charm roll? That's going to be charm, yeah. Perfect. And while they're trying to con this man, Will is just going to take out a pack of stickers and just place one on the booth. And it's going to be, yes! <laughs> it's going to be contested to his grit. All right. What's my, uh, what's my goal that I got to reach? It's going to be contested. So he got a nine. Oof. Okay. Got to get more than a nine. That's a seventeen. On a D twenty. I love yeah. being charming instead of smart. There's so many <laughs> benefits to it. Yeah, he looks at you and he goes, oh, okay, okay, no, no problem, no problem. And so he just says, so that's five, 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 and 125. Caleb pulls out the money for him and Willow. Uh, and then Jimmy, what are you doing? I pull out a crinkly old $5 bill that's probably in his, been in his pocket for a while. Hands it to the gentleman. Here you go, sir. So he picks up uh, the little crinkled uh, wad of money and sort of like uncrinkles it and he goes um is is this a tip or what because Caleb already gave him all the money necessary oh what how much wait, wait wait how much money did I spend I'm so confused <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> Caleb's not made of money here <laughs> you, Caleb you need to decide exactly who you're paying for and then okay. god i don't want to be rude but at the same time i don't want to be broke if if you guys want to tell the gentleman one second and then converse i would suggest doing that to make sure that if people can pay for themselves they pay for themselves all right <laughs> can you give us 60 seconds to decide yeah, amongst yeah. all right he just kind of shrugs I think Jimmy, as like they turn to do that, he just hands him his five bucks and walks in and starts <laughs> looking around. Okay. All right. Uh, Someone's plan ahead. He takes Jimmy's five bucks. Uh, listen, I usually pay for Willow. Juke, you need me to put in some money? You uh, all right? Or? I mean, we are going in there to, like, this is for you, right? Yeah. All right. All right, man. Sure. Uh, Caleb's gonna take out like another five bucks because I don't think he can convince this guy that Juke is thirteen. I think Juke looks looks young for his age, but no, I mean like my luck is not gonna work. Yeah, again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> that seventeen is is running gun, you know. Okay, he takes ten from you for you and Juke, and then he takes one twenty five for Willow. Perfect. All right, kids, have fun. Uh, Jimmy, you have gone up ahead, and inside of the orchard, you now get a lay of the land. Um, this is a place that you're pretty familiar with, but it's been a while since you've been in here uh, for such a caper. And so now you're kind of looking at the place a little bit differently. And this is what you all see. Um, as you guys walk in, you see a huge row of orchards. There's a bunch on the left and a bunch on the right. And then there is a center aisle. The center aisle is pretty long, but you can clearly see now that you're inside of the orchard that there is a building at the far back of the orchard. Um, now, as you guys are looking at the map, the map looks smaller than the actual place. This place is quite large. <clears throat> so there's not like a, a movement like like speed really um in terms of like what grids would be here uh but just i will let you know like how far you'd be able to get um based on where you're trying to get to um, but essentially this is what you guys are seeing as you enter silver creek orchard and so jimmy is in front of you and you guys are walking in behind and it's not very busy but it's fairly busy and as you guys like move closer in you see that there's like a little not a barricade well it, i guess it is a barricade um but it's nothing you couldn't go past but there is a sign that essentially says after a point like on the road employees only and the truck that was at the entrance 
is now at that spot um, as people are like going around it, loading things on, loading things off. And that is what you guys see. Sneak onto the truck. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know how to respond to that because Caleb's just like watching Willow go all stealth mode for some reason. It's just a suggestion. It's just like, what if we just, what if we, what if we followed them? Maybe got one of the little boxes or something, or we just jump into the truck. Then they drive us in. It's like it's like one of those one of those little spy movies, you know, Caleb. That's um. I'm sorry. What is going on through your head again, Goober? Easy there. Like, we just gotta get, you know, around the area, go into the warehouse. We don't need to jump on a truck, right? Yeah, but ain't the truck going to the warehouse? Just free ride? Is it going you can, you can in or to, out? You guys can try to figure that out. It is going in, but you don't know where it's going. Right now, you're only seeing the building at the end um, because you guys aren't that familiar with the like this area because you're, the public isn't allowed uh, further past. Like they're, they're not allowed as close to the warehouse as you want to get. Uh, Caleb's gonna turn to Jimmy. He knows this place best. Jimmy, you know anything about this truck? Any, does it go in? Does not it go out? The, what? Not about the truck, but I've been around the warehouse. There's a little entrance over front, or walking towards. Uh, seen the security guards go in there a couple times. And then around the left side, there's the main entrance. Or the okay. Yeah, the main entrance. Probably best to go into the sign entrance. I mean... We just need to find a box. Does anyone usually go inside the warehouse? I mean, I've only come here around night, so I don't usually get to see whether people go inside or not. I would oh. assume so, because you got to work inside. As you guys say that, you all begin to kind of look around, and you get to see the workers. So. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> They are, into a warehouse bring into Alcatraz. they are milling about, doing their work, moving things, getting things on the truck, getting things off the truck. They are working the, the grounds. There are several of them in your view, a few of them close to the warehouse. And from where you all right are right now, uh, you can't tell if they are anywhere inside of the warehouse. So. I'm going to go ahead and ask all of you to put your tokens on the map um, right there, just where the entrance is for the road, like at the very, very beginning of the of the edge of the map. Uh, Down by the Silver Creek Orchard logo? Uh, No, that's not the entrance. The entrance is, yeah, I see someone put it on there, but it's doing that thing again. So let me fix it. <laughs> this is what you all see. You're at the very end uh, entrance, and right in front of you is essentially where I put the point of interest, is essentially the barrier, and also where the truck is. And it is going into this no um, uh, employee-only section. So what are you all wanting to do? I want to look around and see if there, if it seems like you, we could like go through the trees and find a different way in. Like, does it seem like there would be another access point somewhere else? Um, so from where you all entered, there's not another access point. If you all had had come in a different way, there may have been. Um, you may have been able to come from like a side or even the back of the warehouse, but you came from the front. So you're you're in the front. Uh, so you could go through the trees. It, it would just be slow going. And you would need to make sure that you don't get seen as you go past uh, all of the workers that are moving. Mm -hmm. How many trucks are there? Just one. It's a, it's a pretty large truck. It, it is covered on the top. And there, people are putting stuff in and taking stuff out, particularly like large barrels and boxes. Um, if you guys want to figure out if it's... Where exactly it's going? It I don't think the DC would be that high because it's it's kind of obvious, but you can try. Uzi, look, Willow knows what it's doing. Come on, Caleb, why don't you wanna? Why don't you wanna be in a spy movie? 
I guess. Yeah. After looking at the truck and go like seeing it go inside. All right. It's a plan. One, how are we going to get inside? And two, how are we going to get out before they check it? We need... Just hide in a box. They take the box off, listen for when they leave, and then jump out and run. Very simple. I don't know if we can be that quiet. Uh, and we do have to get inside without being noticed because of, you know, the box that we got to grab and take. No, you just run whenever the workers are, like, at the front, jump into one of the boxes, they put the box in the truck, and then the truck goes inside, and then we jump out the box and run into the warehouse. Can we see from here if there would be, like, crates that we could hide behind in the bo- in the truck, or, like, a tarp or something? You can. It is... I don't, Unfortunately, I don't have a picture of the truck, but it is almost like a, a military vehicle so it's a it's a truck to or it's like a it's like a canvas top uh-huh. so that the cargo doesn't get like wet or damaged um but it's specifically for like orchards and for like a small business so it's a smaller truck but it's big enough to hold like several crates they don't pack them on top of each other so it is just one uh one layer and so they're just putting stuff in pushing it to the back taking stuff out that they want to take out and then moving around um, you can't see from where you guys are what's inside the boxes, but there is a few open boxes like on the side of the truck as they are taking things out and putting things in. And I will say there's like two people um, there, like right next to the truck, so, like maybe this person and this person. They're just moving stuff in, moving stuff out. Um, and they, they're just unpacking and repacking, but there will probably be a moment when they are done to where then they will tell the truck to move along. If we don't got a better plan, let's just go for it and try not to get caught at any point. It sounds like you guys have a plan. So, how are you getting inside the box? Well, do we do we ever see like a moment where like neither of them are like looking at the boxes or in our direction? Like, is there is there a rhythm to their movements? Yes, there is. The one on the right here is simply going to the open boxes and taking things out and bringing them over like over here to be removed again. So there's like a little crate here. So this is this is essentially what he's doing. So he walks there, and then he walks back, and he does have to turn his back every time he does that. And then the other guy is p- going into the truck and taking stuff off or putting stuff on the truck. So he's just at the truck. So the guy, the guy on the right is emptying boxes and moving the empty boxes off to the side. Uh. Is he moving the product off of it, or is he moving the whole box? So, from where you guys can see, um, you'll have to get closer to see, like, if what he's taking out. But you can tell that sometimes he takes the whole box, and sometimes he just takes the stuff out of the box. There seems to be a method to what they're doing that you guys might not be familiar with because, you know, you, you don't actually know what they're actually doing you just see them unloading stuff and loading stuff and moving stuff around probably our best chance is to go with the guy on the left and try to sneak into one of the boxes before he can put it onto the truck yeah who's gonna try to do that i will okay it was like already like the whole time will was probably was probably like shimming a little closer to the to this track just just like come on let's do this it's it'll be fun <laughs> okay well is raring to go uh what are the rest of you doing are you wanting to do some sort of distraction are you wanting to be a lookout what are you wanting to do uh kayla can be a good distraction we can just start talking this guy's ear off on the left over here so that will has more time to jump into the box 
Wait, so we're thinking this guy's going to lift up the box with Willow inside of it and put it in the truck? Absolutely. I'm sure Willow lays a, about a crate filled with apples. Okay. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what they're moving in there. I'm sure she, she would weigh that much. It'll be fine. That's canon. Willow definitely weighs a crate <laughs> full of apples. Okay. Crab <laughs> apples. Well, like there we go. Perfect. Because <laughs> she, she, wait, what? They're only 30 pounds. So these are crab apples. So they're very tiny. Yeah, but, but, but it's like, it's like a, a crate full. So you'd think it'd weigh more. Why don't you just jump in the truck? That, uh, yeah, that might actually be better. We need to hide. Be- we either can hide behind, behind the boxes. But there's only one layer of stuff. They will be able to see you. How big are the boxes? If you can fit inside of it. Yeah, the, the boxes are... I, I Listen, I'm all for if Willow wants to try to, to, to get inside of a box. I want that for her. Um, it seems she's really wanting to go the spy route. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a, it's just another spy movie. She wants to be a part of it. However, what will probably happen is Willow will be trying to squeeze herself in the box while the rest of you, like, get on the truck. <laughs> oh, well, how big is the box? Hold on. I was thinking like, this, like, one of those, like, big old crates. Yeah, they're, they are, they are crates and barrels and boxes full of crab apples. But they are essentially big enough for one person to carry, and these are, you know, b- b- you know, fairly big guys, and so they they do this all day, every day. Um, however, what would you would probably be able to fit because you are small, but you would not be able to take like your bat because that's not going to fit. Yeah, and I just realized something else. Yeah, she can't do this. She can't be the one to do that. I just, I just I just remember I just remembered a different detail. Yeah, I should review. Yeah, she can't. We can still sneak onto the truck. It's just don't try to pack yourself into a barrel like 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 a contortionist. <laughs> I want to say I think Juke is like really exasperated by this, but also is like remembering why he used to like to hang out with Willow. <laughs> just the pure chaos of trying to fit yes. into any box. Absolutely. Excellent. As you all are kind of trying to figure this out, and Willow is really keen on just trying to get to a box in your boat, and you're all just being like, I don't, I don't think you're going to fit Willow. Listen, <laughs> we feel you, but like, <laughs> we, let's just maybe think of just getting in, in the truck. Um, as you guys are having this conversation, the one on the right um, finishes his task. There is a empty box, but he puts the the lid back on it, and he kind of puts it over in like this section that he's standing, probably to be collected when the truck comes back. And then he goes about back into the orchard, uh, moving the things that he's moved outside of the box to the orchard. If someone wants to try and get a closer look at exactly what he's moving, I would suggest doing that now because once he moves it, you know you won't be able to see it. Um, so he's doing that. And then the gentleman over here is now finishing with the boxes. Uh, and so he put the last one in there. And so if you can get closer to the truck, you can... Also, I searched the weight. And Will probably weighs like two boxes of crab apples. So it may not work. <laughs> so if someone wants to move closer to the other gentleman as he... <laughs> probably not Willow. Who's bigger than yeah, Willow's too big to move it. <laughs> Who is moving? Who is moving the last box in? He's gonna go around the truck and tell the truck driver that he's ready to go, and then you can get a better look at what space is in the truck. But at this moment, both of the people who were at the entrance and really paying attention to their work are now like finishing up. So this will be the best point to do whatever you're all wanting to do. Do I just like run and jump on the truck? Yeah, as soon as he, as soon as that one person moves toward the driver of the truck i'll i'm gonna run and jump in okay go ahead and make me a flight for everyone who's jumping in the truck dc is gonna be it can just be four it's gonna be easy it's just a truck um yeah i'm gonna go for it jimmy also will but he's walking almost more casually like he's supposed to be here well are you gonna join us or are you gonna go with your box plan 
She's already running. Or, <laughs> she, 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 she ain't gonna do the... She'll probably try and get a box on the truck after jumping in. That's what she'll do. Since they already uploaded all the boxes in. Hell yeah. That's a four as well. I got a seven. I got a seven too. Caleb, you explode, so roll again. I don't explode. I got a d6. Oh, you're a d6. Oh, I, I rolled d4 and I got a 7. Okay. Juke, what's your roll? 7. On okay. a d8. Um, Alright, Willow. I got a 13. Uh, Willow, you fly. Willow, you fly in the truck. <clears throat> you are the first one in. Um, and as you fly inside, you can now see what's in the boxes. Some of them are closed, some of them are open, but they are beautifully ripened crab apples. They smell sweet and tart and look delicious. Um, Jimmy and Juke, you both are quickly behind her, uh, but there's it's getting a little cramped in here now, uh, now that there's three of you, but there's a little bit of space left if you all kind of cram in, in the side of the, of the, <clears throat> of the truck. Uh, and you now can hear the rumbling of the uh, the truck as it be- starts up again, as you now realize that the driver is about to pull off. Caleb, as you walk closer to the uh, truck entrance and you're about to get in, uh, you look over at what is being taken out, what was taken out of the box by the other gentleman, and you also see crab apples, but they... You assume they are maybe under-ripened because they're green instead of red. But you don't know much about apples. And then you hop into the uh, back of the truck with everybody else, and you all hear the truck move as it trundles down the road. You guys will have a couple of moments inside of this truck as it gets to its destination. Um, It's moving quite slowly, but it'll take probably like you know, three to four minutes to get to uh, the warehouse. All right, wanna... everybody, get in a crate. How are we going to get <laughs> out, of, here out of the crate? Scene? Get into the crate. We have I... to be hidden. <laughs> we got to be hidden. Should we try to jump out before it gets there? That would probably be the best idea. We can either do that or we can wait for them to start unpacking and slip out after they, you know, Turn their back. What do you think? Tuck and roll. <laughs> Can't do Stop that in the crate. into crates and out of trucks. Wait, wait, but it's fun. Push you in a crate awesome. out of truck. Hmm. <gasps> we can make a distraction like that. We shove a crate out the box. They have to stop, and then we'll jump out while they're distracted, grabbing the box. That's actually a really good idea, huh? See, I'm not just any goober. I'm a smart one. I'm going to hold my comment just for the sake of your humility. Sound good, goober? How dare you? I dare every single day. As you two go back and forth like this, you quiet yourselves because you hear two voices on the outside of the truck and the truck has stopped. Uh, Nothing is happening yet. But you know that the truck has just stopped for a moment. And you can kind of hear two people talking to the driver. Um, one on either side of the truck. Are you, who is trying to listen keenly? Who's interested? Who's not really paying attention? Who's, who's being ready to leave? Like, what are you guys doing inside this truck? Willow's uh, listening again. She wants yeah. to know the secret mastermind plan going on. Same with Caleb. You want to know the mastermind plan of, of getting the crab apples to the warehouse? <laughs> yes. It's a spy movie. There's got to be some some mastermind plan going on in the background. You just yeah. hear two people talking. Yes, these crab apples will flood the town, cause disease and sickness. We will rule Shady Creek. Exactly. That's, that's her exact mind process. Okay, so Willow is listening keenly. Uh, uh, Jimmy and Juke? I think Jimmy is going to just kind of look out the back of the truck and just see what's going on out back. Maybe not listening so much as keeping his eyes open. 
I'm just trying to be quiet and I don't really care what the people are talking about. Okay. And Caleb, you're also trying to listen or are you doing something else? Uh, Caleb's also going to try to listen. This might be a good opportunity to hop out. Okay. So uh, I'm going to ask Willow and Caleb, since you guys are listening, which one of you are on the left side of the truck or the right side of the truck so I know who you can listen to. Willow probably went instinctively on the left. All right. Okay. That makes Caleb right side. Okay. So as I'm looking at the map, that means that Willow, you are on the left with this guy here. And then Caleb, you're over here with this guy. Yes. Okay. Uh, and then Juke and uh, Juke, you're just kind of laying low, staying quiet. And Jimmy, you are, are you closer to the back because you're looking out? Uh, I'm kind of in the middle of the truck. Okay. Um, are all of you, like, tucked into the boxes? Not into the boxes, but are you tucked into, like, the... You know box? she was trying to... <laughs> she probably, like, crammed herself, like, in between two boxes, like, near the edge, and it was, like, not hanging over the edge of the truck, but, like, just right before it. So they, it's like, they, so they can't see her, but she can also hear well. Okay. Are, are all of you like that? Yeah. Sure. Okay. So Maybe Caleb, say... like, moved some boxes slightly so they could get behind most of them. Okay, then I will say that, Jimmy, even though you're looking out, if you are crammed in the, the middle of the boxes instead of sitting on top of one, you're not going to be able to see too much, but you are able to see the orchard uh, trees because they're tall enough. And you're able to maybe like hear some stuff back can I, there. But you won't can I kind of like, tell where we are? If you look, if you are to, if you move to the back of the truck and actually actively look out, yes. But okay. if you stay where you are, no. I think I would move to the, start moving, just kind of see where we are. Okay. So Jimmy has, has moved to the back of the truck and is going to peek out. Uh, Caleb and Willow are listening intently to the people who are talking to the driver, and Juke is staying tucked in tight. Excellent. Um, let's start with Willow. Willow, you are kind of overhearing a pretty boring adult conversation. Um, the guy on your side is, uh, he's kind of he's almost like third wheeling because he's on the side of the passenger. So he's kind of like probably listening into the conversation that the driver is having with the other guy. And he's just going, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. I, I remember that. <clears throat> yep. Well, I, I was going to do that, but um, yeah, no, yeah. No, Tim will tell you. <clears throat> yep. And so that's what you're hearing. Well, severely disappointed. <laughs> No evil plants yet. Unfortunately, no evil plants. You do hear that um, this gentleman's uh, wife makes a, a mean casserole, um, but other than that, you're you're not really getting getting any info. I love how you say casserole. Just casserole. Casserole. <laughs> casserole. Um, casserole. And then we'll move to actually Jimmy in the back. Um, Jimmy, you make your way to the back and you kind of peek outside, and you see. Um, the side of the warehouse, something that you vividly remember, because as you peek out, you see the door, the side door that goes to the warehouse, and you see that it is closed. You also see the window that many, many years ago you saw a strange figure standing in. It is now empty at the moment. Uh, and you also see a worker who is just working on one of the trees whose back is turned to you. This place looks idyllic, beautiful, so bright and shiny, and not at all nightmarish or scary. However, as you stare out at the this area and you kind of are looking around like, oh, okay, it looks, it looks normal, your eyes sort of shift you know, are scanning and sweeping the area, and you catch something at the corner of your eye. Go ahead and make a grit roll. DC is going to be nine. Okay. 
double check what my grit is. Grit is 10, so... You also have a plus one for grit now. Hey. The guy reminds me of Carl. The llama Carl. <laughs> there is no Carl. Ooh, wait, plus the one. Nine! You catch something, just a glimpse of something at the corner of your eye, and for a moment as you kind of like are scanning and you, you whip your head back you whip your head back to the window for just a split second you could have sworn you saw a shadow but you don't see it anymore and then we will go to Caleb <laughs> and then we'll go to Caleb Caleb you were also kind of hearing a pretty mundane uh, adult conversation uh, that is quite boring. Um, something about a casserole, something about, yeah, we getting together at Maria's, et cetera, et cetera. Um, at one point, you're just kind of like, okay, I'm going to stop listening because this is not interesting at all. Um, and then you hear the driver go, yeah, yeah. So a uh, quick question, but before I continue, are are we getting the the new, um, you know, the the new batch uh, pretty soon? Uh, and he's saying that to the the guy that's on the outside, uh, and you hear that man respond, "Oh, um, yes, I I I don't have the schedule, you know, in front of me right now, but I think that should be coming out after the festival. I I think we're gonna like announce it." at the festival we know everyone's been waiting for the new batch so i i get how, ex how excited you are and you should be uh, we were doing some testing the other day and it is phenomenal and and the guy inside is like oh that's so great that sounds amazing we you know we we're, we've been running out um of, of the old batch and we, we really we really do need a replenishment could could i maybe get something and before he finishes his sentence um the worker outside goes bill we have explained that you have a quota um you know you have a set amount uh you gotta make that last pal <laughs> okay all right uh enjoy i'm sorry i thought we were talking about apples are we talking about drugs here what's going on <laughs> uh he says that he kind of taps the the side of the car and so it just says have a great day and both of the the workers move away to do other stuff and the car or the truck continues down the road. And you guys again have a couple of moments before it stops again. Okay. But Willow, I hate to say it, but you're probably right. There's an underground operation going on. We have actual supervillains here. Wait, what did oh, I my. miss? Uh there's like some underground deal going on about a batch of who knows what. And someone needing to make it last before the new batch arrives? What did we stumble on? And how can Caleb profit off of this? Hmm. How do you make drugs out of crab apples? That's what I'm wondering. It's like fermentation yes. process, but that Caleb wouldn't know that. He just knows that <laughs> apparently apples are addictive. <laughs> uh, Jimmy, make a brains roll in this moment as you hear them talking about this weird interaction. Uh, let's make a DC a nine. Eleven. It's nice Ooh. to roll actual good rolls. <laughs> Jimmy, as you hear this, you remember from many years ago the strange green apple you picked up from the orchard that one time? I mean, uh... Last last time I was here, I found a strange apple, so maybe it is drug. Oh. This might be even out of my trading range. I don't know if I should get myself... Uh, yeah, okay, so magic apples, great. Um, huh. you know, we'll just leave that for later, I'm sure it's not that bad. Caleb's going to go back to hiding. Uh, you all get back into your areas and you hear the truck stop uh, for the final time. You hear the person get out of the, the car 
um, and he actually doesn't come to the back. You can you kind of hear him stepping, and his steps get further and further away, and then they disappear. So he's parked, and he is maybe going somewhere, maybe to get some paperwork done, you know, deliveries, pickups. But at the moment, you guys are just sitting silently in the back of the truck. Probably best to sneak out now. I'll, I don't know, the guy's having a smoke break. Um, Caleb's going to quickly peek out the entrance to see if the door's open or if anyone's there. As you peek out the entrance, or are you peeking out the back of the truck? Uh, yeah. Okay. Took um, me a second guys... to realize the back is where I wanted to. Yeah. Um, as you guys peek, as you peek out, you see a bunch of workers kind of further down the road. Um, you know, they're not really paying attention to you guys. And you see a big warehouse um, directly to the left of you all. And you see a double doors that look like, that looks like an entrance. Let's go. Casually rolls off the truck. <laughs> are the workers facing us or are they facing away? Uh, they are facing away and they are far enough away to where they wouldn't see you anyway. Yep. I'm just going to try to sneak out. Yeah. Jimmy, I'll hop down. I'll hop out too. You all hop out of the truck and you can now see the full area that you're in. There is a huge uh, building, um, and on the side it says warehouse. Um, it actually just says Silver Creek Orchard Warehouse. It just has a stamp on it. Um, the building it looks quite long, but there's two uh, metal doors at the front that has like a couple of steps. Right in front of the truck is actually what looks to be like a huge pit. Um, that has that is kind of has a ring around it of like stone and you guys need to get close enough to like kind of see what it is but you aren't really sure what that is but that's what you see as you guys look out or you, now that you're outside the truck and then of course you see all of the trees and the farm workers is the pit something that jimmy's seen in his other trips here Ooh. I'm going to say you know it's there, um, but it depends on if you would have been too fearful of it to go close to it. Grabs a crab apple and chuck it at the hole. You chuck a crab apple at the hole? Yes. Okay. Uh, Willow picks up a crab apple and chucks it into the hole. And you all watch it. And you hear nothing. And you hear nothing? And you hear nothing? That's a pretty deep hole. What would you all like to do? Don't fall down that hole, okay, Willow? <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on, I was just thinking about doing that. Uh, no. Uh, no. How dare. She's gonna grab another crap apple and chuck it in the hole as well. Stop touching apples into holes, come on. Maybe the first one was bad. <laughs> It was a bad crab apple. It didn't have. It was a bad. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna check the main entrance to see if there's anyone by the door. Okay, so Willow, you are still next to the pit, correct? Yep, checking a crab apple. Checking, checking another crab apple. Caleb, you've gone to the front door. Jimmy and Duke, what are you guys doing? I'll follow Caleb. I want to take a minute and kind of scan the area and see if there's a good way out. Like if we're close to the wall, um, if there's a way that we can, once we get the box, get out of here without having to get back on a truck or something. Mm -hmm. Okay, let's start with Juke. Um, yeah, Juke, now that you kind of look around, you see from where you guys came what it looks like. You know, a bunch of trees, the road. But on the other side, um, like right over on this side where the road continues, um, there's actually more uh, more road that seems to keep going like this direction. Um, and then as you continue to go like past the warehouse in that direction, it looks like there's gate that's like butted up against like woods. So this looks like a, a hidden part of the gate 
so you could always investigate if that's a way to get out uh, a little bit easier. Um, I think I'm just gonna like store it in the back of my head as a possibility and follow um, Caleb. Okay. Um, so Juke and uh, Jimmy and Caleb, you are all now at the front of the door. Um, Caleb, if you want to try and just check if it's open, you can do that. He's just gonna like. Uh, is there anyone there, like, at the front door? Uh, not on the outside, no. Okay. Yeah, he's just gonna creak the door open and peek inside. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's open. Um, you click the door, open it just slightly, um, and even if you peek inside, you see that it is a, like, a normal warehouse. It's, it's, looks like a, you know, there's tons of crates, tons of boxes. You can kind of hear some machinery, like, way in the back. Um, this is obviously the warehouse that you know that you need to get to. Um, but you don't see anyone directly, like, on the other side of the door. It looks like the security here during the day is probably, you know, fairly non-existent. Uh, because who in their right mind would try to uh, go through the no employee section during the day, right? Uh, crazy. Unthinkable. No one would ever do that. Come on, let's go take from these people. Let's go. <laughs> uh, you all are close to the um, entrance now, making your way inside. And uh, I'm guessing it's Caleb, and then Jimmy comes behind him, and then Juke comes behind him. Does anyone turn away, turn around to make sure Willow is following? <laughs> I mean, Caleb probably would have. He knows that Willow can get lost, so he kind of, like, parents them just a little bit to, to go where we need to go. She's just chucking crab apples in it. She's, like, peering over the edge, looking down in the hole, like, hmm. Listen, why we all this know ADHD. Noise? It's very obvious. Caleb, <laughs> Jimmy, and Juke, you were all at the entrance, and Caleb is in front. You all are ready. This is the time to go. You guys need to get in, get out. Juke, you think you have an exit. Jimmy's ready to, you know, barge in with Caleb. You guys are primed. You just need... And Willow's just having fun. <laughs> you just need Willow to be on her best behavior, ready to go in behind you. Yo, and Willow, come on. We got better things as, as Caleb turns around to be like, Willow, come on. And you two turn around. Willow. You are standing at this pit that you've been chucking crab apples into, never hearing them hit the bottom. And around this time, you're just, you're, you're continuing to do it. It's kind of fun. And you pick up a crab apple this time. Then uh, you kind of look at it because it's green. Well, that's cool. Never seen one of those before. Do you chuck it into the pit? I should probably take a bite out of it and then check into the pit. Like, I wonder what this tastes like. All right, into the hole you go. Wait, that's the crack. <laughs> you three turn around, see Willow, pick up a crab apple, take a bite out of it, and then chuck the rest into the pit. And at, at this exact moment, while Caleb, you're saying... Hey, let's go. Jimmy, you're seeing that she's picking up a green one and you're like, uh, I think that's a bad one. Um, Willow is, is at the pit, so she's not really paying attention. Um, as you all watch this, uh, Willow just kind of turns around to like see you three now that you're, you're calling her name or getting her attention and she's chewing on this, on this apple and you kind of start to see her lips turn like a like a purple blue um then i will say go ahead and just make a grit roll um let's do a dc nine Ooh. all right take okay. a diversity token um yep. you are chewing on this uh apple and it kind of tastes like you're chewing on a, a you're licking a battery, uh, sort of like a little spicy, um, almost burns your tongue a little bit, very tart, um, nice. and it's kind of sizzling, but it goes away in a couple of 
seconds, and you're just like, oh, that's weird. Uh, but as you turn around to them and they look at you, you all still see this kind of purplish blue come across her lips. But again, it's only for a moment. And then it goes away. And she seems perfectly fine. She just shrugs the box over to them like, all right, I'm done. Kevin's just going to pretend like he had a little bit of a hallucination there. That didn't happen. He's just like under a lot of stress because of the heist. <laughs> Jimmy is concerned. Willow, are you okay? Yeah. I ate I, the crab apple. Tasted... Well, I mean, it tasted familiar, but... You eat a lot of crab apples? Oh, no, not really. I I just eat maybe one or two occasionally if I find a good one in the trees. Okay. Okay. But this one tasted different. It was like a different... I've tasted stuff like it before, but never from a crab apple. Oh, okay. Uh, Just let let Uh, me know if you're... um... What are we doing? Okay. We're gonna head inside. Come on, Goober. All right. And she just runs up and shoves Caleb. <laughs> you get like a half shove back, but I'm guessing you move too fast. You two yeah. are shoving each other, but you, I'm assuming you two are going in first. Who's coming after you? I think Jimmy kind of awkwardly waits for Juke to go. And Juke, do you go uh, after Caleb and Willow? Yeah, yeah. When I see Jimmy waiting, I'll I'll hurry on ahead of him. Okay. As you all go in, uh, Jimmy, you are the last one. You are closing the door behind you, and you are looking out. You are looking at the pit as the door closes. And so, Jimmy, go ahead and make me a grit roll. DC is going to be 14. Okay. Oh, I got the 10. 13. Oh. Dang it. That was lucky it was it was very close but still that's not bad no. <laughs> it could have been way worse um you look out at the pit and you don't see anything of, of note or any difference it is shining it is sunny the pit has always been very strange to you because you always get a certain type of feeling every time you go back close to it which is why you usually stay away from it it's the same feeling you get whenever you have seen that that strange shadow and whenever you have been close to mrs billow when she hasn't noticed you near her there's a strange uncomfortableness about the darkness of these places that's near the warehouse that you've been uniquely akin to and in this moment as you kind of put together that Willow threw things into the pit and you probably have done that before too when you were younger before you stopped going close to it you get this feeling of hunger emanating from it as you close the door Thank you all for listening. We hope you are enjoying the campaign. Don't forget that you can listen to the podcast on the Aging Journey podcast website, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Amazon Music, and YouTube. Links will be in the description below. Don't forget to follow or subscribe. You can also support the podcast on Patreon or join our Discord. Enjoy the journey.